Oh, how many stars do you give? How today? many stars do I give today? I give it a minus three on the star scale. Just so you know. Wow. Negative, negative stars, negative stars. Dr. Miller, the, the day was consumed, as you know, by a meeting that, I mean, it lasted all day long. It was like from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. And it was, it was, we didn't, I, I did not need to be there that long, first of all. And even popping in and out, it was difficult because it was just, it was just too long. It was too long. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. That was brutal. I mean, and I was, I was virtual, so that helped, but I did think to myself, if I had to be in the room, could I, I don't think so. That was right. That was long, long. And so that's why we're not meant to do that. I mean, no, we are not meant to be on virtual meetings that just that nonstop. I mean, even so the people who were presenting were, exuberant about all of their information, right? Had so much to say and really, really wanted to share so much information that they forgot to give us breaks. And it, it just, that experience kind of led us to this conversation, which is like, what can be, what's, what's the meeting? What's a phone call? What's a, what's a virtual meetup? And how can we just, you know, not torture people with meetings that last that long virtually? I like to put on the docket, what could be, what could be a short email versus a cold call at the end of the day? Because I received a couple of those this week. It's like four thirty, five o'clock. The teams is ringing. Is, is it an emergency or is it perhaps better addressed around 10 a.m. tomorrow? I don't know. Right. What's the line? Right. You know what? And, and just just asking, just thinking about that as, as a leader. Right. If I were working for you. If it's that close to the end of the day, and I'm just thinking of my own end of the day, how would you feel if it's, because it's not, you know, no one's dying, there's no blood, there's no puke, there's no, you know, this is just something that came up that I need to make you aware of, and then I can move forward with it. How about if I send it as an email, letting you know that I would be working on it the next day, or I'd be following up with it the next day? Like, how do you feel about that? I like that. But the, the, just to be clear, it was a colleague, not somebody that I support. So I do feel like my support people, first of all, they're busy at five o'clock. So they're, you know, unless it's urgent, they're not calling, but this was a colleague. So I'm like, yeah, I feel like that could have been tabled, but yes, I feel like if I'm interacting with my leader, I always try to be mindful of where they are in their own day, because I know they've been dealing with things beyond what I've been dealing with all day. So yeah, I think the email is a nice thing to do. And then can we touch base in the morning? Or if you think it's urgent, I could be available now. I like that. I like that. I'm glad you clarified colleague versus versus who you support. But I even I stand by I stand by my idea that if I were the individual who was, you know, if I'm reporting up, right, if I'm like the supervisee and it's that time of day and it's not urgent and I feel like I can get it to you, you know, as I'm with an idea, maybe put it on your radar via email versus picking up the phone and calling. But yeah, I get with the colleague part, a peer, 
not always at 10 minutes till end of day or five minutes to end of day is it the best way to go. Yeah. And where are you at with the video thing? I feel like you don't mind calling people and like being on video on a cold call. And I feel like you got to be careful with that. I'm that girl. I am that girl. You know that I will, if I'm calling you on any platform that has a video option, my camera is on and I'm calling you to to see you. Like, I think like, okay, turn your camera on too. Yeah. I'm that girl. I, I, it's true. It's true. I feel like you're breaking video etiquette. I feel like you're, this is like Costco gas line conversation, like social norms. Like you can't just be popping up on people on teams with that video on anytime you damn well please. Like you gotta give people a heads up. Okay, so here we go. Cause I completely disagree. I think if it's during business hours, And in my head, if we were in the same office, I would walk over to your office and poke my head in and be like, hey, between the hours of, you know, eight and five or whatever, I'm going to call you on the video. I'm going to call you and be just my face and your face. Like, hello, how are you? Now, if no, I am, I'm going to I was going to say, like, maybe if I knew you were a person who didn't go on camera, but no, I'm going to call you full faced. (laughs) Well, you can call, but I feel like, you know what? The other really, really strange thing that I've encountered is everybody has the camera off. Like that's been the group decision, like no communication. And then one person turns the camera on and they leave it on. I'm that person. No, the whole meeting is off. Why would you leave it on? It's just your face. I'm that person. I Your really, face is on an eight by eleven. You know what? I I will give you this. I will I I will come on it, on a meeting with my camera on, right? Like it's just set on. Let's do it. And then I do kind of judge whether or not people have their cameras on. And then sometimes I'll I'll leave it on for a little while. And then other times I'm like, okay, I succumb to the peer pressure and I turn it off. But. Yeah, I I'm that girl. I show up with my camera on. I'm I'm I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, except that I, I like people. I want to see them. I see you shaking your head. No, you are fully like, no, this is wrong. I like people too, but it's just too much. It's constant looking at yourself in that box. It's like everybody needs a break. It's like it's it's too much looking at yourself. It's not the same. I, I think it's not the same as coming to your office because it's not like you're coming into my office with a mirror. Oh. You're just coming into my office. Okay. Okay. I I hear what you're saying. Cause I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not staring at myself, but I catch myself. Absolutely. I will see myself in the, in the box. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, Holy Christmas. What is happening with that old lady in the corner? Right? Like, who is that? And I'm like, wow, it's me. But at the same time, I also like to, I like to observe people's faces and their expressions. And if they're paying attention, maybe that's when we should get in here today is when you're on a call and someone is obviously doing something else like on their phone, like looking down on their phone or on another screen and not mentioning it to you. If you tell me straight up, I'm working on that email or as you're talking, I'm taking notes or something like that. Then I'm cool with it. I'm like, you go right ahead. That's not a problem. But if you're not honest and like kind of announcing it, that this is what you're doing, I feel like you're being sneaky and you're not paying attention to me. Is that wrong too? I feel like I'm learning all these things. (laughs) (laughs) My, my video, my virtual etiquette is like super off. (laughs) 
Oh, I just think you you re- require a lot. I mean, people need a break. It's like constant. Like that meeting today, there was no chance I could have paid 100% attention for yeah, that many hours. That's unfair. It's No, it's true. When you're under 10, don't they say like when you're under 10, the amount of minutes you can pay attention is your age? I have heard that, yes. Right? Nobody's, nobody's no. 300. <laughs> Nobody's 300 minutes. <laughs> no, <time. laughs> this is true. Well, and especially, if, especially if you don't give a break, right? Like, I think that was my beef was there was no uh, talking about a break. There was no break in sight. There was no, you know, hang with, hang with us for 20 more minutes. We're going to get through this section and then you can have a little five minute break. In fact, it was almost the opposite where they would talk or they would say, Hey, you know, so-and-so, we got to get through that piece on, you know, how to fly the flag because we need to take a break. Everyone's been here really a long time and we want to take a break, but then they never got to the break. <laughs> you I, like a break. You I like, like a, a break. I like to know when's coming. And then when you say it, let's stick to it. 20 minutes in a break. That's what I want to hear. Um, you know what, going back to the zoom situation, and this is not finalized or published, but we did do a small study on webcams through our shared human services organization. And the little mini study that we did, we tried to see if there was a difference in communication with webcams on or webcams off based on the amount of responses. I just set up a little taller. I'm totally listening. What, what was it? I, I talked over you and I missed it. What did you say? Oh, no change. There was no change in response between webcam on or webcam off. That's so interesting. I, I. So how about you think about that the next time you're harassing somebody on teams with your camera on? <laughs> that it doesn't make a difference on or off. See, I, I feel like maybe I have to challenge that a little bit. I'm going to have to, I mean, because. I really am of the school of thought that if you're having to look at someone, if you're having to look at their body language and listen to them and that it it's a whole different layer to the conversation than if you're off camera. But what I'm hearing you say is that responding is not changed on or off camera. So if I've got something to say, I'm going to say With- it, whether I'm on camera or not. That's what we found. I agree with you, though, like body language. I feel much more connected. I I agree with everything you're saying. But here, how about this? Okay. No camera before 930 a.m. And no camera after 2 p.m. Friday. Interesting. Interesting. So see, I, I, again, I'm just that girl. I had an 8 a.m. this morning, a, a group call, three of us on the call. Oh and God. I was like, hi, good morning. How's it going? Like I was right there and I didn't ask anyone. They, you know, turned on their cameras too. I'm sorry. That's a terrible noise. It was my chair. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. I could see before 930, but then not on Friday. It depends who it's with, right? Obviously. It depends who it's with, obviously. But like, as a general rule. I think. You know what I really think? Even though I'm a total, like, hypocrite because I do on the camera all the time. And I want everyone to do that for me, too. So this is going to sound a little hypocritical. But I do think that if you put it in the 
either like the subject line, like the, not the subject line, I'm sorry, the location for your invite, like cameras on or no camera required or, you know, however you want to do it so that it kind of sets the tone or a habit. I think that's a really good idea, but I just think, you know, I mean, just have your camera on. Like, I don't, what, what is it that... I mean, we've all been in our pajamas. Yeah, we've but all, you don't like, have... just turn the camera on. Let's let's get this going. Let's the make it happen. embarrassment, Jean. You know, what if somebody had a hard day and they were feeling, you know, you've, you've that's sort a good of, point. you're more Teflon than but I. That's a really good point. And, and we, uh, we'll just kind of share that really fast is that I always joke that I don't have the embarrassment gene or the embarrassment chip. Like, I don't get embarrassed very easily. So you're right. It, it would take... It would take more like, yeah, it would take more to get me embarrassed by just having the camera on. So I don't know, like a wardrobe malfunction or something. I don't know, something crazy. So while we're on this topic, Dr. Johnston, I think we should share a personal anecdote about a meeting that we were recently in that you ran at 9 a.m. and then give the people some uh, information in our research roundup. How does that sound? That I like it. I like it. This meeting at Okay, so just for a little context, I typically check my calendar the night before so that I'm aware of what time I need to be camera ready. And I missed that I was going to be a participant in one of Dr. Johnston's meetings at a crisp 9 a.m. 9 a.m. We're so ready. When I saw the meeting invite in the morning, and that particular day I needed to go into the office, I needed to then be there on camera by 9 a.m. And I know that it's going to be a camera on situation. And I just would like the record to say it did not say it in the invite, like you mentioned earlier. <laughs> you are correct. So, you are correct. It did not. First grievance. Say yes. First grievance. There you go. I'm, I'm going to take second my, grievance. Let me grab a pen. Okay. <laughs> I got a pen here and a piece of paper. I'm going to take notes here. Got it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Second grievance. She also didn't put in the meeting invite that everybody should come with like two Celsius drinks, a cold brew, and at minimum 52 grams of sugar, however you please, because she turned on that camera and then she proceeds to tell everyone that she had a sugary treat and all this caffeine and she was like going, and again, most people, it's their first meeting and she is just (laughs) uninhibited by the social norms of energy. She is just going for it. It's true. It's true. But but it's not I I in in my defense, I had had an 8 a.m. meeting and it was, of course, on camera. And I did eat my way through that meeting. I'm not going to lie. So that I was crazy. I mean, there was so much sugar in my system and and so much caffeine. I I was bringing it. It's true. It's true. I, I was ready for it. I think. I have no defense. I have no defense. It's true. It's how I okay. come. Just, yeah. That's fine. It's just, just owning it. You can rest your case, counsel. You yeah. didn't put it in the meeting invite. And you did not supply the sugar for everyone else. No. So no. that's your fault. Yes. You're, you're, I, I have, yes. Defense rests. I'm, I'm, you're right. Okay. Exactly. Perfect. So Harvard, Harvard Business Review, I feel like, so we did chat about this a little bit offline, and you feel like this is a point in the neutral zone. I feel like this slants towards my opinion, which is people are questioning 
<laughs> the need for these cameras on such a consistent basis. And I'm just going to start with the last sentence. Yes, just just and well, read it verbatim for me, will you? And we'll let everybody kind of land where they do after, after you read it. We'll see. Only the last sentence? Or shall I go up to our, re- our results also suggest? But yeah, let's go from there. Okay. Our results also suggest that managers have a key role to play in not only establishing camera norms, but also in taking their workforce to gain feedback. Absolutely. 100% agree with that. I think you I, I think you do too. Am I correct in that assumption? Well, I do, but you don't. You, you're seeming to think that the feedback is like not, you want the camera on. No, no. I, I definitely think that I want the camera on. But I think the part that I agree with the most is that managers, we, we can have a we can have a chat about this. We can figure out kind of what works best for everybody, what pe- what's most comfortable for everybody when we're having that camera on and if we're having that camera on. So like in a check-in, a one-to-one check-in, if someone's like, you know, it makes me uncomfortable, I'd rather not. Okay, no worries. I'm not going to just leave my camera on and just stare at the blank screen. Group meetings, maybe we're like, you know, when we do have our cameras on, here's what we're doing, here's how this is going, that kind of thing. So I, I could I could have that chat. I think I could participate in that and have a little more democratic way of getting it done. But I'm going to push for heavily, okay. heavily going to push for for the cameras being on. This is true. A little bit mixed messages there. One minute you're acquiescing and the next minute you're heavily pushing. So it let, we'll be the judge. Here are okay. the three questions. Okay, here we go. How often do employees want to be on camera? Should employees be granted greater autonomy in camera use? And if cameras aren't on, how can ideas about what engagement, quote, looks like be changed? Mm. <laughs> that third question is everything, isn't it? I mean, in our little study that we did, emojis counted as participation. I like that. to the point of the business review. I know it is, right? Yes, I, I think emojis, um, the the reactions that you can do the thumbs up because we use teams so heavily, right? And, and in a zoom platform, they have the same piece, questions, um, different polls that they can participate. I think that all constitutes being participating and responding to what's happening for sure. And the last sentence of the article is, so while few would argue that virtual meetings are here to stay, how we use our cameras is still up for debate. And that my friends where it says is how we use our cameras is still up for debate. To me just says we've not come down on one side or the other as far as always on or complete autonomy to decide that we're somewhere in the middle still working through this. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, but there's never going to be an always on. That's not a choice. That's not going to be a choice. Always on? Nothing is. Anytime anything is always anything, it's always going to be a thumbs down for me. I'm not an extremist. I like to be... No, there's never an always, never an always and always never a never. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I hear you and you're, you're absolutely correct. There cannot, it cannot always be. Maybe it's decided group meetings are always camera on, meaning every time mandatory, if we want to call it that, which I think is so, but this is what we're doing for group meetings. So group meetings always on. But then I think my one-to-ones, I want to see your face too. So yeah, I'm just, I'm wishy-washy. I'm really trying to hear the perspective and take it in and adapt to it. But I don't know if I can. I really think that I'm just stuck on cameras. I like it on on my one-to-ones that I'm leading. 
Yeah, I do. Me too. Me too. But outside of that, I think there's some autonomy. And it depends on the dynamic of the group. But you're just admit you're less flexible. I am. Oh, yes. And when you. Yes. You're less flexible with the cameras. But I'll tell you who on your team you have brainwashed is your amazing project manager. <laughs> Because when she calls, that camera's on. And I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to. Oh, no. We're going to have to have a little chat about that. <laughs> she is because of you. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about all of the things leading by example, leading as a model. So I have just I have just modeled that. She's doubling here. down, folks. You see this? <laughs> this is not. She is claiming to be flexible. And yet. We are not. Now she's warped her defense into leading by example. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to get my head around this one. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work out. <laughs> well, we can keep talking about it because it's not going anywhere and we can keep having fun with it. And I think we're going to hear even more about it and how it affects people in the long run. That is one thing I think we both agree on is that we we only want to have a, a good outcome for people when they're in any meetings. So I might have to take yes. a look at that at some point. Damn it. And we're back. <laughs> we're going back in person more and more as well. So yeah, which is nice. But love that we have that virtual piece. Love that we can bring people. Oh, yes. From from here and far together to to be on a work team. Yes. And accomplish our, our common goals. I think that's amazing. It's changed the game, especially for us at our organization. And as long as they have their cameras on, then we meet with them. All right, folks. Until next time. (laughs) Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and please visit our website for resources at theproject-biglove.com. Be sure to like, share, rate, and leave a positive review. And if you don't have anything positive, no worries. You can skip that part. As always, questions and stories to share are welcome at theproject.biglove at gmail.com. Now for our legal disclaimer from Dr. Johnston. Best practice for change management is to be sure all parties are informed. Please be sure you discuss with your leaders or supervisors any ideas from our podcast today that you might like to use in your organization before implementing. Thank mm-hmm. you.